0: The crowd says, you've got to change to come to Jesus. Jesus says, you've got to come to me to change. The crowd said, you've got to measure up to meet Jesus. Jesus says, you've got to meet me to measure up. The crowd says, your worth, your value depends on what you do for Jesus Jesus says, your worth, your value, your dignity rests on what I've done for you. You see the difference? Welcome to First and Foremost, a weekly broadcast of First Presbyterian Church in the heart of downtown Greenville. Senior Pastor Richard Gibbons invites you to join us as we study God's Word together and discover what is first and foremost in our lives.
1: Our scripture reading this morning is taken from the Gospel of Luke chapter 19 and beginning with verse 1 and we'll continue until Pastor Phil Hargrove gets here. (laughs) If you want to know how I'm going to handle that, it's a great sermon. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. And he wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man he could not because of the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree, fig tree, to see him since Jesus was coming that way. And when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. And so he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. And all the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to be a guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, "'Look, Lord, here and now I give all of my possessions to the poor, "'and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, "'I will pay back four times the amount.' "'And Jesus said to him, "'Today salvation has come to this house, "'because this man too is a son of Abraham. "'For the Son of Man came to seek and to save, which was lost.' And while they were listening to this he went on to tell them a parable because he was near Jerusalem and the people thought and the people thought that the kingdom of God was going to appear at once and he said a man of noble birth went to a distant country to have himself appointed king and then to return so he called 10 of his servants and gave them 10 minas put this money to work he said until I come back and the story will be continued later."
0: I want to see Stan squirm, but he just kept on reading there, okay? (laughs) Things they don't teach you in seminary. This morning as we move into Palm Sunday and what's called Holy Week, I, I wanted to see right before. We do Palm Sunday next week. The la- what Jesus was doing before then. And it's his last personal encounter with a human before what is called the triumphal entry. And, and so I want to introduce that by, by tagging it with a song. I start, you finish. Zacchaeus was a. And. Okay. Go ahead and sing the whole thing then, okay? Uh... You know the song from Vacation Bible School or Sunday School. So I'd invite you there to turn to Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter, it's on page 1630 of your pew Bible, 1630. Luke 19, and we're going to look at this wee little man called Zacchaeus whom Jesus, right before he goes into Jerusalem, has an encounter with. So Luke 19, verses 1 through 10. And here's where we're going this morning. Here's where we're going as you look there. We're going to look at two seekers. Two seekers. And we're going to see how seeker number two responds to seeker number one. And in seeing how seeker number two responds to seeker number one, we're going to have our marching orders and how we do the same. Hopefully in about 25 minutes it'll make a lot more sense, but that's where we're going this morning. Now pray with me. Lord Jesus, as we come to your word this morning, we affirm and acknowledge that thy word is truth. So if there's anything that is said by me or thought in our hearts that does not line up with your word... May it be recognized as error and either forgotten or done away with for we desire to rest in your truth. So, thank you for the written word that points to the living word, Jesus. May we see him clearly this morning. And in his name we pray. Amen. Luke 19, listen to God's word. Jesus entered... Oh, Standing before I read that. Okay, you're good. Very good. So, let's look at this first seeker. This first seeker, this wee little man called Zacchaeus, question from the passage that Stan read this morning, Luke 19, 1 through 10, how is Zacchaeus described in this passage? Several things that Luke tells us about Zacchaeus, he's first a tax collector. But not just a tax collector. How is, he de- how is he described? What kind of tax collector? It sounds like you're muttering, like the crowd. He's the chief tax collector. He's short. And he's rich. Being rich, having wealth in Luke... It's, and being a tax collector, it's a double jeopardy. Because okay? Luke doesn't necessarily look kindly on folks who are wealthy and have money, who are rich. Because if, if you rewind a little bit, Luke says, blessed are the poor and woe to the rich. He tells a story about a man who has a lot of stuff and he builds bigger barns. And he builds bigger barns for his stuff. And then at night he dies. and the... Luke says, fool, who gets your stuff now? Luke tells a story about a man named Lazarus. Not Mary and Martha's Lazarus, but another name. He's described as being rich. And he's in hell. And right before Luke 19... We have the story of the rich young ruler. When Jesus says, give all you have and come follow me, not so much so. And then we get the famous phrase, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter into heaven. So being rich and Luke describing Zacchaeus, it's really not a good thing. It's not a compliment here he's rich because he is the chief tax collector and he's in Jericho. Friends, being a chief ta- tax collector in Jericho, it's a good gig. Jericho had all these, these balsam trees that had this balm that would smell nice and it was, it was used for healing purposes and so it was expensive and so you could tax that stuff and, and, and do pretty well. And, and Jericho was situated on this east west trade route, and so you had all these goods coming through and you could tax them. It was, a, it was kind of like being the owner operator of the Chick fil A on Pelham Road, okay? You got I-85, you've got 385, you've got Pelham Road, you've got the parkway, and you sit right there. You can get on, get off, get your food, and it's, a, it's strategically located. It's the highest-producing Chick-fil-A in Greenville, okay? And as an owner-operator, this is kind of what I hear, um, as you get your team and manager squared away and, and get all, you can kind of, not coast, but you can pull back a little bit and just let it snowball. You've got it set up. That's kind of like Zacchaeus. He had had a good gig. He was Jewish, and he sent his ground forces out to extort his own people. He takes a cut of that extortion and sends the rest to Rome. He's got a good little cartel going there in Jericho. Now, have you heard it said that in Greenville you know you've arrived when you're in 29605. Have you heard that? The Augusta Road Corridor. Now when I said that at 830, a Cleveland Park resident took an ex- exception. He wasn't going to be outdone, but he said, you know you're the one when you're in 29601. Yeah. Zacchaeus was in 29605. He had a home Greenville Country Club looking over a fairway. He took his top producers skiing in Vail every January, vacationed in Europe. He had a good gig. He had arrived. He had it all, but he still hadn't found what he was looking for. He was still seeking Jesus with all that stuff. Some of you are realizing that have been blessed with some wealth. At the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. I'm meeting tomorrow at 1145 at Tommy's Ham House with a person. probably shouldn't have said that, okay? Um, <laughs> that's planning his funeral. When you have that perspective... It it changes. You, You realize that that stuff isn't quite as important as you once thought. Luke's readers are not expecting much from Zacchaeus. He's corrupt. He's a sellout. He's a little Napoleon. They don't like him. So they're not expecting much. And friends, that's exactly Luke's point. The least likely person, the ones that others hated, and, and the ones that others write off is not written off by Jesus. That's what Luke is saying to us. Also, notice from the first part of the passage that Zacchaeus, secret number one, who was seeking Jesus, couldn't get near to Jesus because the passage says, first of all, he was short, but also because of the crowd. Now, I I don't know this. It's not necessarily in the text, but but maybe with some license, this may not be too far-fetched. They knew who Zacchaeus was. They knew of his reputation. The, The parade is coming, and this is the way to equal the playing field a little bit. Okay, Zacchaeus is trying to see They're giving him a little elbow. If you're a March Madness fan, when the shot goes up and you're on defense, you box out and get the... I think that's what's going on with the crowd here. Zacchaeus is there. They don't want him to see. They're crowding him out. They're getting him in his way. Maybe giving him an elbow to the ribs. Took a little delight in that. Question for us this morning. Are we as a church like a crowd, like this crowd that makes it harder and harder for people to see Jesus, that makes it harder for people to get near Jesus because we're crowding them out. Do we make people feel sure, like they don't measure up, holding their reputations against them? Is that us as a church? Because the crowd was a church. (laughs) It's the people that hung out at the temple. It was the religious people. Want to see Jesus. Do we make these people, these Zacchaeuses, run on ahead, climb trees, and lose their dignity in order to get a glimpse of the Savior? Is that us? Zacchaeus was a wee little man, but had a big hole in his heart and was seeking to fill it. Seeker number one, small man Zacchaeus. Seeker number two, Savior Jesus. His last encounter with a human on his way to Jerusalem. Notice how Jesus handles a situation when he meets Zacchaeus. Look at the details. Jesus looks past the crowd, looks past Zacchaeus's reputation, and he, he sees him first, not what he was known by. He sees him, friends, as a project, not as a project, but as a person. And he calls him by name. Gives him honor. Invites him to conversation and friendship and relationship. This hated Zacchaeus. He includes him. He invites him. He invests in him. And this doesn't make him very popular with the crowd, with the church folks, with the Jerichoans. How do we know? What how does the crowd react to Jesus engaging this seeker? How does the crowd react for seeker number two engaging seeker number two? What do they do? What's the text say? They mutter or complain. It's the same verb used in the Old Testament when the children of Israel were eating meat and God sends them manna and they got tired of manna and they started muttering. Why do we have to do that? Back in Egypt, we had meat. That's what they're doing. Friends, when we pursue people, when we reach out, expect pushback from the crowd. Expect that it's, it's going to happen. Why? Why are you doing, Jesus? Why are you getting cozy with crooks? Why are you doing all this stuff for these people that are down and out and and may sully your reputation? When we reach out, expect pushback from the crowd. Secret number two: seeking. Secret number one: How does he do it? He gives him dignity. The crowd was saying, "Zacchaeus is not worthy of your attention, Jesus." How does Jesus, seeker two, seek, seeker one? What does Jesus say? Look at verse five, I believe. Zacchaeus, here's here's our model. When he reached the spot, Zacchaeus, if you don't mind, come down, please. If it's convenient... If you don't have anything else to do, would you shimmy down the tree, the sycamore tree that had a low trunk and wide branches for we little men could climb? Would you come down from there? It was planted all up and down the road of Jericho. Maybe I could drop by. I know you maybe need to text your wife and make sure the house is clean and there's food to eat. So as you do that, just let me know and we'll see. We'll make plans. Is that what he says? (laughs) <laughs> you look at this and you read it and you go, that's pretty bold. I mean, do we do that today? Hey, I'm coming over to your house and staying. It, do- it doesn't really have good social graces to it. But but why would Jesus do that? Why, why, does he- why is he so adamant about staying with Zacchaeus? Luke gives us a clue in verse 10. What does it say? It says that Jesus' mission... It gives us two verbs. Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. So if that's his marching orders, if that's his mission, then of course he's not going to be shy about it. Today I must come to your house because... He came to seek and to save that which was lost. Makes sense, right? You see, Zacchaeus' seeker number one's life and Jesus, the seeker number two, their lives intersect at this sycamore fig tree and Zacchaeus's life is transformed as a result. Instead of hustling to get... He counts it, the text says, a joy to give, to make it right. His changed heart, his encounter with the one who sought him out, gave him a love for people and it resulted in a changed life. He gave four times the amount, half of his possessions. He didn't have to do that. The law said in Leviticus six, you give two times the amount and none of your possessions, and you would be you would be good. He goes above and beyond. Because his life is transformed. He's a different person. And the reason why Jesus was so clear to be with Zacchaeus, because he was doing what he was sent on earth to do, to seek and to save that which was lost. Zacchaeus was lost. Zacchaeus was seeking. The crowd says, you've got to change to come to Jesus. Jesus says, you've got to come to me to change. The crowd said, you've got to measure up to meet Jesus. Jesus says, you've got to meet me to measure up. The crowd says, your worth, your value depends on what you do for Jesus. Jesus says, your worth, your value, your dignity rests on what I've done for you. You see the difference? Jesus pursued this seeker, Zacchaeus, and gave him, friends, what a pat, fat portfolio, with a home on a golf course could never do. It gave him joy. It gave him satisfaction. He gave him hope and meaning and significance. This seeker, small s, was found by the seeker, big S, summary of the situation Zacchaeus was caught because in his seeking he was first sought Zacchaeus is interested but Jesus takes the initiative first Jesus makes the first move toward him it's like, come down So what? What about us? How do we follow Jesus here? Or the question that's a fair question that you might be having, how does this apply to my life? On Tuesday at 10:17 in the morning. Fair good question. Couple things as we close. First, seek those searching for Jesus seek those searching for Jesus don't separate from them pursue them don't push them away because we can get in this habit of going the world out there is corrupted and is bad and cusses and watches R-rated movies and I'm not going to be a part of them I, I get that at a certain level But as I look at this passage and as I look at who Jesus hangs out with, he kind of hangs out with those folks. Now he doesn't engage in that. But he's called a friend of sinners. By the way, friend of people just like you and me, friends of us. Pursue people, don't push them away. See folks in the tree. And as you see folks in the tree, if you remember this kind of the stereotype. Don't call the firemen like they're cats to get down. As you see them up there in the tree. You, you get involved by inviting them, maybe even to your home. You don't call the firemen. You include them in your life as you see them in the tree. You invest in them with your time, with your energy, and maybe even with your money some questions for us to answer this morning. And I asked this to myself because as I was kind of prepared to this, it was convicting. How many times do I find myself in the home of a Zacchaeus? Hmm. I guess in some ways, I, I get compensated to hang out with church folks. Is that an excuse? How many times do I host Zacchaeus-type people in my home as an example, very real example from here? What about you? How did Jesus do it? When was the last time we host? When is the last time we sat with him in the cafeteria at school, around the water cooler at work, coffee, whatever it may be? Seek those searching. Not because we're superior. Not because. We're morally better. But seek those who are seeking God because people matter to God. That's why we do it. All kinds of people. People that don't look like you. People that don't smell like you. People who don't dress like you do. People who don't vote like you do. People who don't live where you do. Whatever your zip code is. People who don't do business like you. Seek those out. Don't separate. Pursue them. Don't push them away. Secondly, stay. Stay even when life frays. Spend time with people even when it gets messy. Because it will. If you deal with people, it will get messy. Because you're dealing with people like you and me and our lives are messy. Even though we look nice, we smell nice. You're beautiful. You're 29605ers or 29601. It doesn't, but but your first preservers. You look. But if you scratch a little bit, it's messy. Maybe a different type of mess. Some of you may be thinking, "Gosh, I'm Zacchaeus. <laughs> I don't know about seeking. I, I am that guy. I've I've accomplished some things, but yet my life is still empty. My life's a mess." I'm seeking more to this life. People have written me off because of what I've done. Even though I have wealth, power, popularity, influence, and maybe even achieve success by honest means, but there's still a hole in your heart. You're still looking for something more. Question for you is Jesus seeking you this morning? Would you come down? from your tree and receive his salvation you see Jesus gave up his dignity he went ahead of that Palm Sunday crowd and got up on a very different tree friends that we will celebrate this coming week for Holy Week and he did that because his mission was to seek and to save that which was lost for you and me Are you lost and need to be found? Will you be an instrument that invites, that includes, that invests in people's lives? Because people matter to God. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you are a friend of sinners. And we we pray this morning that you would open our eyes to seekers who may be at the end of our pointing fingers. Let our hearts be led by mercy and help us to reach out with open hearts and open doors. Jesus, friend of sinners, break our hearts for those seekers for what breaks yours and who breaks yours. We pray this in the seeking Savior's name. God's found people. Amen. To purchase a DVD of today's message, please send a check or money order for $10 to First Presbyterian Church and include today's program number. For more information, call 864-672-1846 or visit our website at firstpresgreenville.org. First Presbyterian Church in downtown Greenville invites you to Holy Week services Thursday, April 17th at 7.30 p.m. for a communion service and Easter Sunday at 8, 9.30,
1: 10.45 and 11.00 a.m.